0: Get down to business, thanks for coming out tonight I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get now I make money moves You can't see me, my time is now, 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 now What up, what up, what up guys Welcome back to the Fitness Times Business Podcast The show created to provide you with the practical and strategic advice To help you level up in fitness, business, your career, your relationships and your life My name is Joseph Metzel. I am your host, guys. I'm flying solo. In this episode, I have a short but extremely valuable message for you. Before I get into it, I just want to remind you guys about the one thing that we ask in return for the value that we're providing in this podcast, and that is that you guys share the show. Share it person to person. Share it at the next family get-together you're at. Share it at your next dinner you're at with your best friends and you're talking about content that you're currently consuming and enjoying. Man, Share it in your Instagram story. Take a, take a screenshot of the show. Uh, every show that you listen to, that you find value from, take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram story, tag me in it at Joseph Metzel on Instagram. I love seeing those tags, guys. And I, as you know, those of you who follow me on Instagram, you know that I share as many of those reposts and those shares as I possibly can uh, to show my appreciation for you guys getting the word out about this, uh, this podcast. So One of the things that uh, I do that uh, a bunch of you are probably aware of, and to be honest, probably more of you are not aware of, uh, is I am a promoter for the IFBB Pro League. the IFBB Pro League is a bodybuilding federation international worldwide, the biggest bodybuilding federation on the planet. And I'm a promoter for the IFBB Pro League here in Australia and in particular in South Australia. And one of the cool things that I get to do as part of my responsibilities as an IFBB Pro League promoter is I get to run shows uh, and I get to MC shows. And I get to... It's quite an interesting... Uh, situation for me to be in because on one side, I am an IFBB pro competitive athlete, men's physique pro. So I see the, the athlete side and the competitive side from an athlete's perspective. And on the other side, as an IFBB pro league promoter, I get to see uh, the 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 other side of of the pro league, I get to see the judging, the way shows are run. I get to see the behind the scene. I, you know, I get to. I'm I, I'm continuously contrasting what I like to call kind of front of house as a as a pro athlete with back of house as an IFBB pro league promoter. And so at the moment, we are right in the thick of uh, bodybuilding season at the moment, season A. And so we've had our state shows, our qualifiers, and uh, we're about to head into the national show, which is a pro qualifier uh, this, this upcoming weekend. And as always, when we're in the thick of bodybuilding season, there's uh, controversy. There's always controversy. And most of the time, it's got to do with the judging. It's got to do with uh, competitors not getting the result that they want from a particular show. Perhaps they didn't win or they didn't place where they thought they should place. Uh, More often, we're seeing now it's coaches of competitors who are disappointed that their particular client didn't win or didn't place where they thought they should place. And they publicly go on a, a, um, a, <laughs> a little witch hunt, uh, publicly, usually on Facebook and Instagram and whatever other social media platform they have a following on. And, uh, you know, go on this, uh, this kind of public um, tirade uh, against the judging call that didn't go uh, the way that they wanted it to go. And it's got me thinking about this message that I want to speak to you guys about in this episode. And I've called this episode infinite, infinite mindset. And there's a couple of things that I want to kind of use this example in the, in the sport of bodybuilding and what I'm currently seeing to, to really pull out a couple of different things. And one of them is, is this infinite mindset. And the other one is manifestation. So I just want to point out that whenever I kind of see, this situation occur where there's either a person or you know somebody with a particular interest complaining because they didn't get the result that they wanted to get. And this is particularly this current issue that I'm currently experiencing, but it applies to anything, guys. It can apply to the fitness space. It can apply to the business space, when perhaps you didn't get a business result that you wanted to get, and you got beaten by one of your competitors. Perhaps it's in the career space where you were vying for a promotion and you didn't get the promotion; someone else got it. Uh, perhaps it's in the relationship space where somebody, maybe your best friend, uh, has now gotten into an amazing personal relationship, and that's what you wanted for yourself. And you know, you you you, you kind of conflicted about how you feel about that. It applies to all different areas of life. And it's effectively a situation where you find yourself talking down somebody else's success. It's a situation where you're associating someone else's success with often your own failures. And it comes from a place of ego. And it's a great example of... What's often referred to as zero sum mindset, also known as fixed mindset, where effectively in order for somebody else to succeed, in order for somebody else to get a particular result that you you were trying to get, that you really wanted that sort of success, in order for them to get it, you have to lose. And that's why it's called zero sum mindset, because in order for someone to win, you have to lose. In order for you to win, someone has to lose. And the sum is always zero. And it's a great example of fixed mindset. And for a bunch of you listening, this is probably going to be a little bit of a, a, a refresher. Um, but I hope that for a lot of you listening, perhaps you've come across discussions uh, contrasting fixed mindset with growth, growth mindset in the past. And this is actually really going to detail uh, the differences between the two for you guys. So, fixed mindset is. This situation where, you know, zero sum when it comes to success, right? So you generally feel threatened by the success of others because in order for other people to succeed, you have to lose and you tend to associate other people's wins with your particular losses or your particular failures. Another characteristic of a fixed mindset is when it comes to criticism, and you know I've literally just dropped an episode on, on uh, decoding criticism. I hope that most of you guys will listen to that. If you haven't, definitely go back and listen. But when it comes to criticism, people with a fixed mindset generally have a lot of trouble receiving criticism, never go out and seek criticism, and really struggle with negative feedback, even when the feedback is designed to help them improve. Another characteristic is when it comes to exerting effort, people with a fixed mindset often will do the bare minimum just to get by and anything that involves more effort than the bare minimum is kind of seen as a waste of time, a waste of effort because, you know, why should you try harder? It's not going to lead to anything better. That's a real zero-sum fixed mindset position to take. Another characteristic is when it comes to challenges and obstacles. Often, people with a fixed mindset will completely avoid things that push them outside of their comfort zone. And when they come up against obstacles, they turn in the other direction and try and look for a different path instead of trying to figure out how to go over, under, around, or through the particular obstacle. And I guess the overarching fixed mindset characteristic is that things are finite. Your intelligence is finite. Success is finite. Uh, It's this finite mindset where the proverbial pie is fixed in size and we're all trying to get a particular slice of that pie. And the only way you can get a slice or a bigger slice is for someone else to have a smaller slice. It's really zero sum. It's fixed mindset. And I know that by virtue of the fact that you guys are even tuning into this podcast, most of you are trying to get as far away from this mindset as you possibly can. But sometimes you tend to, and really when it comes to other people's success, because that's the most tricky one, you tend to find yourself getting pulled back in to this zero-sum mindset. You're getting pulled back into this fixed mindset. So to contrast fixed mindset with growth mindset, which is You know, what I spend so much time and effort ensuring that I continue to work on my growth mindset. And I know you guys, once again, by virtue of the fact that you're tuning into this particular podcast, this is quite important to you. So, just to kind of contrast fixed mindset with growth mindset, so we know what we're trying to get away from and we know what we're trying to move towards, growth mindset is the title of this episode, right? It's infinite mindset. So instead of this pie being fixed and everybody's trying to get their slice of this fixed pie, the pie is infinite, right? There is no limit. So your slice can continue to increase while everyone else's slice increases as well. There is absolutely no limit. It's completely infinite. So when it comes to challenges and obstacles, growth mindset is about embracing as many challenges as you possibly can because getting uncomfortable and putting yourself in uncomfortable situations is what develops skills to help you get to the next level. Growth mindset when it comes to approaching obstacles is this obstacle is in my way. I'm going to figure out how to go around it, how to go over it, how to go under it, or how to go through that motherfucker. Because I know that In that process of figuring out how to get past this obstacle, I'm developing skills, I'm developing resilience, and I'm developing grit that I otherwise would not have the opportunity to develop. So I'm going to figure out how to get through this obstacle. When it comes to effort, growth mindset is about exerting the maximum possible effort, not the bare minimum, not the least amount of effort to get the result. Let's get the result and then let's go over and above. Because we know that the more effort we exert, the easier it is to exert more effort moving forward. It's an infinite mindset when it comes to exerting effort. When it comes to criticism, and I, I went deep in the episode Decoding Criticism, not only in a growth mindset are we receiving criticism, but we're actively going out and seeking criticism because we know that. When we're we're seeking and receiving criticism from people who have our best interests at heart, that criticism is actually designed to help us level up. It's designed to help us get to the next level. And finally, just to circle back to how we got onto this discussion, uh, contrasting fixed mindset with growth mindset, is when it comes to other people's success, when we're in a growth mindset, we find inspiration in other people's success. It's not a zero-sum game when it comes to success. The pie is infinite. There is no limit. Your slice of the pie is infinite. There is no limit. And everyone else's slice of the pie is also infinite. There is no limit. So the way that I like to think of it, and, you know, this really, this is probably one of my affirmations because I recite this to myself uh, more frequently than than I probably realize, is that... Someone else's success is not coming out of my pocket. I don't need to lose for someone else to win. Let me say that again for you guys so it sinks in. Someone else's success is not coming out of your pocket. So instead of being threatened by someone else's success, instead of seeing it as a zero sum game, Be inspired by other people's success. Think, if they were able to achieve that success, that's not a sign that I failed, or that's not a sign that I can't do it. That's a sign that I can do it. And I'm going to seek inspiration in what I've just witnessed. And I'm going to use that to propel me to those levels of success even if that was something i was trying to get to and i got beaten right at the right at the last minute my competitive streak comes out and you know what it really feels like one of us was going to succeed and by one of us succeeding the other one lost but it's not that at all i'm happy for that person i'm happy for their success and that's a sign that i can get that as well perhaps it's just not my time right now the other thing that the situation with these uh, bodybuilding shows and the, the questioning of the judging and all of the bitching and moaning and just fucking pathetic behavior, just to let you guys know how I really feel about the situation <laughs> that I'm currently witnessing at the moment, and i witness every witness uh, every bodybuilding season when it's in full swing, is another level deeper Than just understanding the difference between fixed and growth mindset and another level deeper than just understanding why trying to move towards growth mindset and trying to move as far away from fixed mindset is so important when it comes to achieving success and when it comes to leveling up. And that is manifestation or some people like to call it visualization. Uh, I prefer the term manifestation because for me, it's not always visual. Sometimes it's, it's just a feeling. Sometimes it's thoughts. Often it's very verbal. Um, so it's not just you know visual, something that I can see. So I'm going to call it manifestation. And I want to kind of lead off with a question. I want, and I really want you guys to think about this. Perhaps you need to, after I've asked the question, perhaps you need to pause the episode and just give this some thought. But when you see somebody else succeeding. What do you think? Do you think or do you feel envy or jealousy or do you feel inspiration? And I'm actually going to take a word from Hindi at the moment, mudita, which is A a beautiful word that means the experience of joy through somebody else's success. Really give that some thought. And I want you to think about different people because obviously, you know, if it's someone close to you, someone that you love, most of the time when you see them succeed, you're going to feel mudita and you're going to feel inspiration. But I'm talking about on all different levels. I'm talking about your direct competitor in business. I'm talking about your colleague in the workplace who's on exactly the same level as you and you're trying to vie for the same promotion. I'm talking about people who you compete against on a bodybuilding stage in direct head-to-head competition. I'm talking about those really difficult situations. What do you feel when you see people who perhaps can be considered direct competitors? What do you feel when you see them succeed? And the reason why giving this so much conscious thought, guys, is because when it comes to manifestation, you have to be really, really careful about the thoughts and the energy that you put into the universe, the thoughts and the energy that you put into your own mind, and the thoughts and the energy that you actually verbalize and give life to and put them out there through spoken word. And the reason for this is because Manifestation works in both ways. A lot of people, when they think about manifestation, when they think about visualization, they think about positive, right? So if you, you know, you you visualize positivity, you're visualizing what you want in your business, in your career. You're visualizing the body that you want. You're manifesting how you physically want to look through your fitness journey. You're manifesting uh, the building that you want to purchase to run your business in in five years' time. You're manifesting. Uh, becoming a CEO of a particular company on on the journey of your career. That's generally what we think about when we think about visualization manifesting, especially when we're in growth mindset. It's always positive. It's always optimistic. But the catch with manifestation, the catch with visualization is that it works in both directions. And this is why you have to be really careful about what you think, what you feel and what you say when you see other people succeed. Because if you often find yourself feeling and thinking envy and jealousy, and if you verbalize envy and jealousy when you see other people succeed, even when it's your direct competitors and it's really difficult to feel anything else, The energy that you're putting into the universe, the message that you're sending to the universe is that you don't want that for yourself. You don't want that success for yourself. The thoughts that you're planting in your own mind and reinforcing with thought patterns of envy and jealousy is that that is bad and that is not what you want for yourself. And when you take that, one step further, because it's one thing to, to think certain things, right? There's a lot of power in spoken words. And this is why positive affirmations spoken are so much more powerful than positive amash- affirmations just thought or even positive affirmations written down. When you actually speak things into existence, it gives them so much more power. So if you're actually speaking into existence, envy Speaking into existence jealousy when it comes to the success of your direct competitors, you're speaking into existence that you don't want that for yourself. And let me tell you guys, I personally have experienced the very high positives of manifestation and visualization and the very, very low negatives of manifestation and visualization. And it, you know, you probably don't need to think very difficult to think about situations where manifestation and visualization has worked directly against you. I'll tell you straight away, you know, to circle back to the bodybuilding example, the one thing, as soon as I hear it, I just, I just feel sorry for the person verbalizing it. But when someone has an amazing physique and The verbalization of the thought process is that they, uh, you know, the only way they've got that physique is because they're taking drugs. What do you think putting that out into the universe and speaking that into into existence is going to say for your physique and your goals? It's going to say, well, that's actually not possible, right? Because they couldn't achieve that without the use of drugs. I'm not willing to use drugs. So I therefore can't achieve that. That's what you're speaking into existence. That's what you're thinking. That's what you're manifesting. That's what you're going to get. When it comes to business, and I've been so guilty of this in the past, guys. Especially coming up when you just, you know, you're just young and competitive, and you just want to rip the fucking world to pieces. <laughs> you know, I've been I've been guilty of this, but you know, seeing my direct competitors in business achieve the sort of success that I've wanted to achieve and thinking to myself, well, the only way that they could have achieved that is somehow they've cheated the system. Somehow, you know, they've made this connection or haven't followed this rule or, you know, however they've achieved this success, they've cheated. I've thought that. I've put that energy into the universe. I've reinforced that thought in my own mind. I've even verbalized it from time to time. And what do you think happens? That's the success I want. I'm paralyzing myself from ever achieving it because my integrity won't let me to cheat. And if I'm pinning the success on them somehow cheating to get there, that's not on the cards for me. When it comes to career, something that I see very often in the career space as well is somebody gets that promotion that you were after. Somebody gets that position that you were after. And the immediate thought is, well, they've cheated their way there. Perhaps they're sleeping with the boss. Perhaps they're, I don't know what the situation is. That's always a good one though, right? Is somehow they've cheated their way into that position because, you know, you were more deserved and you didn't get it. And then you verbalize that. Well, what does that say about you ever getting that promotion? What does that ever say about you getting to that position? Immediately, you're cutting yourself off at the knees by thinking that, by reinforcing that thought and then by verbalizing that thought. When it comes to relationships, I see this all the time. People casting negative judgment on other people's relationships, which are actually the relationships that they want. Perhaps they they see their best friend happy with their new partner. Perhaps they see... Friends uh developing these amazing friendships that they really want for themselves. Perhaps they see their brother or sister have an amazing relationship with their parents, and that's really what they want. And they cast negative judgment on that without actually knowing the facts of the situation, it's just going, oh, well, you know, uh, it could only possibly it could it's it can't possibly be like that. It's got to be fake. There's got to be something else going on behind the scenes. You think that, you manifest that. And then you verbalize that. And what do you think your chances are of ever having that sort of relationship, which is what deep down inside you really want? You're telling the universe, you don't want that. You're telling the universe, do not manifest that for me. You're reinforcing in your own mind, negative visualization that you never want that for yourself when actually deep down inside you really do. So, practical advice. Let me round this all together for you guys. Let me pull this all in together. The first thing when it comes to fixed mindset and growth mindset, the good news is, guys, is that growth mindset by its very nature is something that you can develop, something you can work on. I mentioned it's something that I spend a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of energy making sure that on a spectrum of fixed mindset over here to growth mindset over here, I'm as far as I can possibly be on this side developing and uh, continuing to grow and continuing to foster a growth mindset. It is something you can take someone with the most fixed zero-sum mindset in the world and bit by bit, step by step, start to get them to develop a growth mindset. I know that a lot of you guys on this spectrum are probably at least in the middle, but for the most part towards growth mindset. And it's something that you can continue to develop. It's like a muscle. You got to exercise it. And one thing that I recommend each and every one of you do from a very practical position is do some reading on growth mindset. The, the Bible uh, the Holy Quran of Growth Mindset is a book that's actually called Mindset uh, by Dr. Carol Dweck. If you haven't read this book, I highly, highly recommend you do. It's actually one of the books that I really take a lot of pleasure in giving as a gift uh, to to my employees here in the Massive Joe's business, to my my close friends. I just think it's a book that everybody needs to read, not just once, but probably once a year, to be completely honest, because that is the the uh the absolute uh publication when it comes to practical advice and how you can develop growth mindset. And then it's just about putting it into practice, guys. So continue, do what I do. Spend, invest a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a lot of energy in developing a fierce growth mindset and getting as far away from fixed mindset as you possibly can. And when it comes to manifestation It's slightly more tricky, but I think the first practical point, practical piece of advice I can get, I can give when it comes to manifestation visualization is to actually be conscious of your own thoughts. And for a lot of you listening to this episode is probably going to be the first step because now I've given you some things to think about. And when you see other people succeed and you catch yourself falling into feelings of envy and jealousy, you're going to pick yourself up on it. So I think the first step there is understanding and being aware that manifestation and visualization work in both directions, both positive and negative, and you have to be very careful about the thoughts that you think, the thoughts that you reinforce, the thoughts that you verbalize and speak into existence because they will work in both directions. And one of the best tools that I ever came across and have been using almost daily now for many many years is of course meditation because meditation allows you to improve your improve and develop your mindfulness which really allows you to get some space from your thoughts so you're able to kind of step back from your thoughts and see them for what they are rather than being involved and caught up in your thoughts you can step back and go okay I can see I'm thinking this, I can see I'm feeling this and course correct to change the thoughts and to change the feelings and to start steering them in the direction that you you want them to go for positive manifestation and positive visualization. So for those of you who don't meditate at least a couple of times a week, uh, that's probably some of the best practical advice I can give when it comes to manifestation and, uh, and visualization, and really mindfulness as a whole. There's some great apps out there. Me personally, I use Headspace. Uh, Calm is a great one as well. Uh, probably the best places to start from a very basic meditation level. And for those of you who do meditate, and perhaps you've fallen out of practice a little bit, you've got to etch yourself out 10 minutes a day, man, 15 minutes a day, whatever you can etch out uh, and just commit to, once again, meditation is, is like a muscle, right? You have to exercise it. If you don't exercise it, it's a, it's a skill. You're not going to develop the skill if you're not continuously practicing it. So etch that time out three, four times a week, every day, if you, if you can, and continue to develop that skill of, uh, of meditation and mindfulness in particular. And just finally, I want to just disclaim something a little bit, because I know that as you listen to this episode and as you consume this content, and to be honest with you guys, as I was preparing this episode, uh, I kind of this is this this became uh, pretty blaringly obvious to me was that don't use this as an excuse to steer away from competition because competition, direct competition. Is good. It brings out the best in us. It helps us level up in business, in fitness, in our career, in our relationships. Competition is a good thing. But you want to make sure that you balance your competitive streak with grace in defeat. You can be the fierce competitor on the planet if you're a sore loser. That's a one-way ticket to some serious shit. So competition is good, but balance your fierce competitive streak with grace and defeat. Grace when things don't go the way you want them to go. Poise when you don't achieve the success that you think you've earned and you think you deserve and someone else, often a direct competitor, achieves that very success that you want. And one final thought, if there's one thing that you leave this episode with, guys, I want this to be it. I want this, as it has for me, to be something that becomes so ingrained in your thought process that it almost becomes an automatic affirmation. And that is that you don't have to lose for someone else to win. Someone else's success is not coming out of your pocket. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode, make sure you give us a five-star rating. Until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side.